the biggest thing is making sure that you implement. So the big question is what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. One of the things that I know works really well for you is having a team, which is Mm -hmm. topic number three positive sides to having slash being on the team in real estate. Talk to me about that. I've never been on the team. Not that I'm not a team player because I sure as hell am. But when I hit the ground running, I did like great numbers in year one. And I never found value in a team because I was Uh like, why would I give away half of my commission to this team when I have some, I have more systems than some teams that I was being recruited to be on. Well, we need to talk because I need to get better with my system. So we'll talk after this. I think that like one of the things um, that's helped me in as a realtor that's gotten busier over the years is having somebody to divvy out some responsibility to, to have um, where you're not handling all of your clients at once because everything comes in waves and you know, it just most of the time it's going to hit you all at once. And then it kind of tapers off. It's just, that's the cycle of real estate. So it's really helped me to be able to find some normalcy in between life and business. And um, I honestly think that I wouldn't have struggled as much being so new when I first got into the industry, if I were to have gotten on a team and had the coaching and, um, I just was in an office setting more frequently that had someone to help me. Um, I do wish I had done that earlier, but um, I've made it work. See, I think some people will pay for coaches. Mm -hmm. Some people will pay for education. Some people will just go out and figure it out. Yeah. I think being on a team, first of all, I'm a firm supporter if you're a new agent to join a team. Yeah. I think that is the fastest way to accelerate your growth. Yeah. It is also the most selfish way to accelerate your growth because you get to look under a hood of a top performing team. That's if you join one and figure out how you can build your own business if you choose to do so. Some people never choose to leave the team and that's okay too. Yeah. Some people just want the stability, you know, everybody has their own goal of how they want to operate their business. And, you know, some people don't want the recognition of their name, you know, um, they just want the money. It's like, I don't care if it's, if this closes out. Yeah. The money, the recognition. Yeah. Um, it's just being able to go faster, further and not have anything limiting me from doing what I want to do, even if it means falling flat on my face. That's, that's how I am at this point. Like I, um, I don't see myself ever. I mean, I have a team, so I'm not, don't see myself ever being on a team ever again. You know, I'm at the point now where I'm, 
I'm still always learning something. And I really like to help people. Like I know how much I struggled when I first got into the business and to put a listing on the MLS, it took me like four hours the first time. And I was like, this should not take me this long, but I didn't have anyone that's sitting there helping me. Whereas the people that are on my team now, I'm like, here, come sit next to me. This will be done in 30 minutes. Here's your checklist. Like I have, I have processes. Here's your checklist. This is under contract. Here's your offer documents. I have checklists for checklists. So that, that makes it easier. I didn't have any of that when I got into the the business and it was scary. And I don't want other people to have to feel that way when they don't need to. Yeah. And I think having that type of support is critical, especially when you're starting out. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of people get that. And I think that's what makes the magic happen. That's how you're able to go a lot faster too. Yeah. You know, and I've talked, I've interviewed with a lot of people. Um, Not everybody's a good fit for a team. Not everybody's a good fit for your team. That's for sure. But, you know, when you talk about commission splits and stuff and it's like, well, what's your split? And you tell them um, whatever it may be. And they'll compare to other brokerages or whatnot that hundred percent, you know, yada, yada. But I'm like, if you're not selling anything, um, 100% of zero is zero. You need to at least know, have a good foundation. Bingo. That's, that's what I'm saying is I think everybody should start on the team, no matter where you are, mm-hmm. with a few exceptions to the rule. And I just so happened to be blessed to be one of them where in the first 100 days, I did 100K in GCI. Good God. So, so some oh, people yeah. are like, how the fuck did you do that? I'm like, I'm yeah. not going on a team because that means that I would have made 50 grand. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. You know, it just, I'm just that type of person. So then when I was approached and being on a team and they said a 70, 30 split, I said, what? 70 to me. Right. And yeah. they're like 30. And I was like, Oh no, no, no. no I wouldn't would do that to anyone. You know? So that's why the team model never worked for me is because people knew that I could put up numbers and they were trying to capital, capitalize. And that was that short-term thinking. Given that I got a different offer and the numbers would have made sense, I probably would have bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I looked at a team as a way of paying for coaching without actually paying for coaching until you close yeah. on a transaction. And that's why I'm supportive of teams. So when I'm in the process of structuring our own team, is I want to make sure that whoever's coming in, first of all, they can make the money they want to make. Yeah. And number two is I get the role fulfilled that I need because ultimately, selfishly, as a team leader, you're the one that's doing the hiring because you have a need, not the other way around. Because there's For plenty sure. of people that can come onto the team and kill it. But mm-hmm. if they're not the right fit and they're not going to stay long term, then why am I bringing them onto the team? Because now it's my resources. Yeah. My uptime, my downtime, and even though they may be killers, it could destroy the whole culture and everything else, right? Yeah, they're just not a good fit. Their personalities, they're just the way they operate. They could be very negative. Um, You know, it's normal to be needy when you first get into real estate. Like, don't feel bad to ask your team leader questions. You know, if they get mad, one of the things is I've heard before, you know, I'm annoying them or I'm bugging them. No, you work you're working for them. You're helping them as much as they're helping you. Like that's what you're, that's what they're supposed to be here for. So if you put an offer in and it's nine o'clock at night and you're like, I have no idea about this document, you can still call me. Like, I want you to call me because I don't want you to mess it up. And just, and then I'm like, well, why didn't you call me? Now we have a bigger issue. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's when lawsuits happen. That's when all this other stuff. So mm-hmm. I know we're talking about positives of being on a team, and I think we've named quite a few. What are some of the negatives? What are some of the downsides that you, you know that you have come across? Because everybody can talk about teams and how wonderful they are, and you know, um, it's like herding cats sometimes. Just trying to just trying to keep up with what they're doing, kind of making sure that you're doing what you need to. Now you're not just focusing on solely you. You have all these other people that work underneath you that you need to make sure that, you know, you're helping them the best way that you can. Um, And a lot of times there are issues that come about that you're like, why didn't you call me? Why did you do this? And then you're fixing it, you know, and then you want to like take them in the parking lot and strangle them. Because they've created more damage than that could have been easily avoided. Absolutely. And I'm just like, what made you think that was a good idea? Like, I don't say that in my head. That's what I'm thinking. But you have to, you can't talk to people like that, even though sometimes I want to. But um, it's... Well, technically. (laughs) I mean... You just have to, you have to have some type of tact about it. Um, Sure. But I think that's probably the biggest thing is making sure that you implement the right way to do any, to do these things. So they don't start with um, bad habits. They don't go through business doing things, half-assing everything, because that's what gets you in trouble. The devil's in the details. You have to read through and make sure you have you're on your you know p's and q's about things hey i just wanted to jump in here and let you know if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner or you can just click the link in the description below now back to the show you know as i'm trying to think this is probably one of the reasons why i stayed away from teams and don't want to build like a regular standard team if that makes sense right like yeah. i don't want to be hurting cats i don't want to be responsible for other people i just want to go and fucking sell real estate yeah. and make a lot of money and guess what there's nothing wrong with me saying that no no now, if somebody's a good fit for my team and their values line up their morals line up their ethics line up they are willing to go above and beyond for their clients they're willing to work their faces off mm-hmm. put in the hours that are required I'm happy to have them on my team because I know that my team is not a good fit for everyone. For sure. Right. So especially like the hurting cats part, like if I got (laughs) to tell you something like three times, like just get lost. Like I, I don't want to deal with that. Now I get it. I get it. Everybody's going to have a different bit of a learning curve. So there's take that, I guess with a little bit of a grain of salt, but if, let's say we're dealing with a client and I'm telling you, Hey, this is what the client needs. Here's how we need to act. Here's, here's the level of expectations. Here's the level of care. Mm-hmm. And you willingly are negligent in providing Absolutely. that. Then you can fuck right off. You yeah, don't deserve the rest of me. Like just quickest way. Yeah. Because now you're ruining my image. Something that I've worked very hard for eight years to build. And now someone has a bad taste in their mouth about me because you don't give a shit. Correct. Yeah. So when I'm thinking of teams, I think the biggest positive side is having immediate leverage, Mm -hmm. no matter how new or how long you've been in the business. 
just like you were saying, working with a reputable brand, there's 1,500 signs of CB and people see them everywhere. You're yeah. part of that. They don't know any different that Brianna's not part of Peter's team or yeah, exactly. whatever. We're just all under the same umbrella. Yeah. Oh, that's my colleague, Peter. That's my colleague, Brianna. That's my yeah. colleague, whoever. Yeah, we do a lot of business together. They think you guys are like this. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, you guys are close. And I think that's the biggest part, the biggest, you know, positive of the teams. And at the same time, the the biggest leverage point. And when we're talking about things not working out the way you want them to work out is a I, here's the one mistake that I made when I was first building a team and building an organization, having coming, you know, having come from the internet world essentially, is having a lower than desirable or expected standard that has not been communicated. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you have super high standards and you have failed at communicating them, yeah, you cannot be mad at somebody else because they didn't uphold your high standard. Because exactly. you failed them by not telling them that before they joined your team. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. So um, I think teams are amazing. The right teams are amazing with yeah. the right individuals, with the right players in play. The For ones sure. that really understand the leadership relationships. You know, and obviously um, some people want these huge teams. Like I know people in the real estate that have like 17, 21 people. I barely can handle the people that I have, you know, this is my comfort number. And then I have my transaction coordinator, but um, that's not what I want. This is, you know, I could probably get away with having just one or two people on my team and still be okay. Um, And that's just to take some of the load off of me at this point in my business. But, you know, who's to say that, That'll change. See, I'm, I'm with you on that. I do not want a 30 or 40 or 50 person team Mm-mm. and they all do a million or two or three each. Yeah. I want a team of five or six killers yeah. that do 20, 30, 40 million dollars each. Yeah. And now we're talking. Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, I'm talking about like the team six, Navy SEALs team six. Yeah, team six, yeah. You know, that's that's the type of shit. Like That's my vision. So we're gunning for a 100 million team in 36 months. I've said that yeah. now a few times, but now I've officially said it on this podcast yeah. with exact right. numbers. Um, so I think it's doable. I think I can actually probably do it faster, but I think 36 months is the right way of doing it with the right components, right systems, right processes, right path to execute where it doesn't put a strain on the operation in such a way that it fails and collapses later down the line. Yeah, that's good. Well, I'm definitely going to have to pick your brain about some of your processes after that. For there sure. you go. I'm always an open book. But Brianne, I want to turn it over to you. Okay. I want to give you the floor. If somebody's looking to buy and sell in North Carolina, maybe they're looking to join your team because you may yeah. be extending in the near future. How can they get in touch with you? Phone, email, website, whatever you feel comfortable with. Yeah, you can give me a call. My direct phone number is 910-239-7815. I work just about all of Eastern North Carolina. So if you have questions about the area or if you um, have questions about real estate in general, feel free to reach me. 
My um, email is just first and last name, Brianna Cheshire at Gmail. And um, you can find me on Instagram at Homes with Brianna. Amazing. Brianna, now I have a surprise segment for you. I'm going to have three rapid fire questions for you. No No right or wrong answers. That's the good part. But you ready? Okay. All right. Pick one. Either a person, book, audiobook, YouTube, or something you're listening to or doing or watching in order to grow your real estate business. Oh, gosh. Um, what? I just finished. Um, let's see. What I, I actually just finished the ninja training. Does that count? It does. Yeah, Absolutely. I actually just finished that to, to grow my business. And, um, you know, I won't say that I... Um, I have anything, I'm not reading anything business related right now in terms of books. It's, I, I do read a lot, but right now it's not business related, but, um, I have two screens on my computer in my office and I go through the YouTube, just play, let it play. And then it syncs to the next one. And then when something catchy, like about prospecting or, um, your SOI or taxes, like I stop, I'm like, Oh, I caught that. Like, and I'll pause and make a note. So I'm kind of scatterbrained when it comes to stuff like that. All right. So my next question is, what's your goal for the next 12 months? Um, so my goal for the next 12 months in term, in terms of like numbers or? Just anything. Could be anything? numbers, could be personal, professional. Yeah. I think my, well, right now, as I told you, when we first started, I'm working on my Florida license as well um, to get that finished up. And um I want to become more structured in a sense where I can push out these numbers. I can close more than 65, you know, homes and I can make that process work a lot easier for me by implementing the processes that need to be in place to make my life easier and make make me more money as well as help my team and grow where I'm being smarter with my time. There you go. I love it. What do you think is going to stop you from doing that? Um, I have no idea. At this point, the heat in North Carolina, that's the only thing. The humidity is killing me. And I know I can't complain because you live in Florida. I was just about to say, I think our humidity is like 120%. Uh, it is horrible here. That's that's probably the only thing right now. You know, and but all jokes aside, I think – with all of us, we are our own worst enemies. We're the ones that stop ourselves more than than any outside factor. And it's just kind of getting out of your head and really focusing on what you're trying to do and go after it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. With that being said, Rihanna, thank you for coming on the show. And for everybody else, we'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. 